Hi, my name is Johannes from Trivago. I'm looking forward to an exciting discussion on techtalk.travel. Travel. It's fantastic to have you here. Looking forward to the discussion. Now. Thank you, thank you. So basically, let's get started, Johannes, with um, your history. You're a, you're, you're a hotelier person. You grew up from in the industry. I believe you had a family business with hotels, worked in chains, and now you're across in, into the MD side. So why, why don't you give us a little bit about, a little story about your personal memories, your fondest memories when you were working operationally, and some of the challenges that you faced as well? Yeah. So it could be a very long story. That's no? okay. That's okay. <laughs> but uh, I think, yeah, I have quite a history in, in the in connection with the hospitality industry. My my family has uh, uh, owned a hotel, or still is owning a hotel, right. a small boutique hotel, twenty five yeah. rooms. Yeah. Uh, a very nice gourmet restaurant, a bar, and um, I certainly have spent a lot of time there in my uh, in my young time and yeah. then also gained experience in other hotels yeah. so from uh, guest uh, relations front desk uh, managing distribution to kitchen yeah. working on all these areas and yeah. um, I think it's really a great industry to be in and what I what I personally talking about the fondest experiences I always had the biggest posit most positive experiences when working with guests mm. and I think that's the the very um, value-adding uh, uh, part of the job is that you can make a difference in the guest experience. I mean, yep. you've experienced it yourself potentially, yep. having these moments where yep. uh, um, uh, somebody in, in the service made your day yeah, and exactly. thought about what you really uh, struggled with or helped you to find a great restaurant or, or so on. Yeah. And I think this is a very, uh, um, very positive experience in hospitality, which I enjoyed a lot yeah, yeah. and uh, which kept me there for quite a while. Yeah. Um, you talked about the the, um, the the struggles or so. Mm, I think mm. um, what for me was always a big struggle is uh, the working hours. Yeah. Uh, so it's not the amount of working hours, but it is uh, it is the time of the day you have to work very late, very often, and uh, on the most important days in the year, yeah. Christmas, New Year, exactly. Easter, and so on. Yeah where uh, you want to be with family, mm, um, mm. and you have to be working there. So that was always yeah. a struggle, but. It was not the decision to leave hospitality in its original uh, yeah. uh, thinking. Yeah. I think that uh, came when I got the opportunity to work in a startup in right. London. Right. And it was a travel startup. And there I got to know technology, yeah. the online world. Yeah. And uh, um, I realized how powerful this is and yeah. how this will change yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. And I just wanted to stay in that area. Yeah. And the cool thing is then uh, joining Trivago um, it's a great combination between still working in hospitality mm. and uh, uh, still embracing exactly. and working exactly. in technology. Your story actually seems very, in some ways, very similar to mine in okay. that starting in the industry. My father was a hotelier. We actually lived in the hotel. Grew up he in worked the hotel. I grew up <laughs> in the hotel. I remember used to riding my skateboard down the, the corridors, right. getting screamed at by housekeeping. <laughs> But yeah, so it's very similar. And then I obviously studied hotel management as well. I was very much influenced by that lifestyle. It was, I thought at the time, a really glamorous lifestyle, you know, five-star yeah. hotels, travel, all of that. 
It's a very different world, right? It is, it, it is a very different world. But then, like you said, the reality really hits when you start to realize, oh, okay, now I have to work Christmas. I have yeah. to work Easter. I have to work when all of my friends are having fun times and parties. Right. So it does take a committed individual to be in this industry. Yeah. And that's why I think people that are committed to the industry and create, create a career in the industry, they're, they're diamonds in that sense, and they yes. really need to be nurtured. And it's I think a rewarding industry. Oh, no? absolutely. Because you are not a tiny thing. Absolutely. You are a core part of the experience exactly. that is being created. Exactly no? right. And I think the good thing about the, the age that we live in today is now with technology, hotels are catching up with technology now. They're starting to be a little more savvy with the way they can apply it. Too slow. Historically, <laughs> they've been very slow. But I think they're starting to get momentum now. There is a, I see a shift happening. I and think there's a lot of awareness. Yeah. Being, being started yeah. and, and uh, I think more awareness for how online will change yeah. the whole ecosystem yeah, online exactly. will take over yeah, exactly. offline in, the, in a yeah. range of five to ten years yeah, and yeah, yeah. it all starts with awareness yeah absolutely and uh, and absolutely. then uh, trying to address it yeah so. exactly exactly very good so let's talk a little bit about um, your booking habits and travel habits so when you uh, go on or you, when you plan a business trip for example or, or even a trip with family and friends uh, talk about your booking patterns what's the process how do you go through it and and does that process change based on the type of requirements that you have with your travel so if you're doing a solo business trip yeah. um, versus a family trip versus perhaps a weekend away with with your mates or something yeah I, I think there's a big difference in, in particular leisure and business I mean in business um, there's no rocket science. I mean, uh, um, I tend to book my travel myself, especially okay. if it's just me, because it became so easy to uh, find a hotel very quickly, mm. uh, to book it online in the moment where you try to explain that to somebody. In this moment, you already have booked the hotel. Yeah, yeah? So yeah. I think there um, uh, I, I made the experience, uh, it's faster and I meet my own expectations yeah, exactly. uh, uh, more uh, yeah. or better, more likely. Yeah. When there's a group, you know, you need to align schedules. Uh, then we, we, we get support for, uh, support from a teammate, mm -hmm. um, and uh, but still we 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 use online to, to book also group right. group travels. I think there have been significant improvements yeah. over the past years as well. Um, when we talk about uh, leisure, uh, it's probably something like 50 50 mm. uh, 50 percent I book, 50 yep. percent my wife. I yep. book rather the uh, the short trips where it's more straightforward yeah. um, and it's not so much different to, to a business trip in the sense of I want a good location, I want a decent comfort and um, I want to pay, yeah. uh, I don't want to pay too much. And if you look at leisure, I think it's the other 50% that my wife is mostly passionate about when yeah. we do bigger trips like we did our honeymoon very yeah. uh, recently to Thailand Maldives. Mm -hmm. We had five different hotels, yeah. lots of flights. We didn't know the, 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 the local airlines. Um, uh, we have not been aware on the resorts. And I think when you do these trips, the emotional involvement and uh, um, the, the, the need for not uh, uh, screwing up, mm, yeah, mm. And finding the wrong hotel is much, much bigger. So you want to have, uh, it suddenly starts, where is my room? What's the view of my room? Yeah. Uh, um, what's the setup of the room? Yeah. Uh, is there a childcare? How are the restaurants yeah. around? How are the res restaurants on the resorts? Yeah. So you want way more information. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. I think there, um, I th sometimes it's very painful to find good information, good mm. content, even on mm -hmm. uh, advanced hotel chains, mm -hmm. on leisure, leisure resorts, finding mm. uh, good resorts maps, mm -hmm. finding a really good experience to understand 
where do I want to stay in the resort is, yeah. is, yeah. is quite difficult still. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. there, um, I think, a lot of room to improve definitely, the content. Definitely. And I think a lot of hotels also, um, they're beginning to realize, but it's, they need to see the value in that the a actual experience of the guest happens well before they've arrived. It actually yes. happens in the process leading up and how, how their uh, brand is being uh, perceived and, and experienced by the consumer on the I totally the agree, yeah. Stage. It can be on, on a meta or an OTA, yep. what type of uh, content I, fi I yep. find there, what, uh, what email I get up exactly. from, yep. um, do I get guidance, yep. do, do, does the hotel make me hungry yep. to come and yep. does it give me, you know, there is this, um, uh, there is this, I don't know how it is in, in English, this, this uh, moment where you have this insecurity was yep. the right yep. Yep. choice, yep. right? Yep. And is, are my expectations even met? And I think the hotel mm. can do a lot mm. up front to mm. reduce this, uh, this fear and uh, maybe even yeah. already creating some wow experiences yeah. Yeah. before you actually join. Right? Yeah, yeah. So let's, I mean, talking about the hotel side now a little bit, how uh, I guess in your mind, from, from your perspective, where do you really see um, challenges for the hotels and, and what, what are ways that they can really try to drive more direct bookings through their channels, their own channel, and that perhaps they can create that experience so that the guest is being impressed even before they arrive? I think we talked about awareness before, and I think that is a very important part, already understanding the importance yeah. of this. Um, but there are big struggles when, when a hotel wants to embrace the technology world. Mm, mm. And I believe um, the hotel cannot do that without support. There's hundreds of channel managers, there's hundreds of, of uh, PMSs or dozens of revenue management systems, CRM systems, um, uh, and all of them, you know, if I, if I imagine I'm a hotelier, my core competence or my uh, purpose is to create a great experience for my guests. Mm, now I'm mm. facing this uh, mm. technology industry that's hugely fragmented yeah. and I have no clue where to start. Um, uh, that is a, I think this is the challenge number one. Mm. Where should I start um, uh, embracing technology? Because I believe this is number one. I need technology to be able to drive direct bookings and then also to create this experience. Mm. And um, I think, what's the outcome of that? I think hoteliers are hugely overwhelmed with the situation yeah, of yeah. taking a decision. Yeah. Um, not all of them, but uh, I think a big, a big portion. Um, and hoteliers are, are taking decisions that are not informed because mm. uh, all the different players look the same. Mm. They all promise the same, mm. and so th that is super difficult. Mm -hmm. So they would need support. The, then uh, the outcome of that, some hotels walk, fight their way through this uh, uh, fragmented market. Another portion just takes a decision and based on who does the best marketing and sales mm. uh, wins. And more often than not, they're not the best decisions for Totally, them. yeah, yeah. And, and that yeah. is, I think, the, yeah. uh, um, uh, the problem. Then at the end, mm. you took a decision and it was the wrong choice. Yeah. But then there's also a big portion. And you, if you look at the focus right research, it's 40, 50% of the hotels don't even have technology, yeah. don't have a yeah, PMS at all. True. So because the situation is mm. so confusing, mm. they resist to take a decision, mm. which is even worse than taking mm. the wrong decision. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and then when you look at the uh, uh, providers, technology providers, um, I believe many of them are not at a level where they need to be to mm. 
to provide competitive sure. technology yeah. in, the, in, in today's world. And uh, it starts from the booking engine. Uh, um, I mean, you need to compete against the conversion rate of uh, uh, Booking.com mm -hmm. and Expedia and mm -hmm. HRS that have a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, focusing on improving the user experience. Um, and uh, the companies, I think many of them stood still of what they have built many years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, then the conversions, we see conversions being a third of what mm. uh, the big players are. Mm. And uh, that is a, is a big problem it because is. we will not be able to compete no. in no. Uh, a marketing in marketing channels. And then second, they are very often expensive. Yeah? So the systems, the legacy systems, they're expensive and they need, require hardware, they require training because they're not simple to manage and so on. That is mm. also a big problem, which mm. as a hotelier then, uh, you look, I have 30 rooms, I have to pay this bill, uh, how many years should I pay mm. off this bill? Mm. Mm. So it doesn't make sense no, for, exactly. for, for, for many of them. Yeah. And I think lastly, we have to look at us as marketing channels for hotels. Mm. Um, uh, tell me one channel that's easy to manage. Being at a Google, a Facebook, uh, a Criteo, a Trivago, I think we are all not tailored to what hotels actually can cope with. Yeah. Uh, and that is where we invested a lot of time in the past two years, mm. making Trivago a click of a button to be able to run a marketing campaign yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in the Trivago Hotel Manager yes, yes. and uh, make it giving you a, a, an easy access to Trivago yeah. and um, yeah. a, a simple way to, to manage yeah. the platform. So would, would, would you, um, I mean recently about a year ago uh, Trivago bought uh, Base 7 Booking and, um, and now have that in your portfolio if you like in your stable. Um, is that part of a grander scheme to try to be able to deliver perhaps a centralized product or solutions to hoteliers so that they have literally easy to use accessible tools at their fingertips so that they don't need to go to different channels and different areas to do yeah. essentially their distribution and manage their inventory and rooms? Going to all the different yeah. tools and so on. Yeah. I think uh, um, there are two main reasons. Number one, I said before, there is lots of hotels that don't have technology at all. Yeah. So there's but how no do we way. bring them across? Like, how do we get them to accept that, that it's necessary? It's a challenge. Yes, and there is a lot of education required. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you have read, we have uh, created a separate entity, Trivago Hotel Relations now, that sole focus is educating and creating yeah. awareness with yeah. hotels. Yeah that technology is important and technology is the key thing mm. to be able to operate your direct channel. Mm. And uh, for, for um, uh, Base 7 Booking, there are two cases. One is, um, uh, or two, I think, great added values. One, uh, giving a technology that is cheap, affordable, and very easy to onboard. Mm. So you make this, uh, this uh, jump to embrace technology super easy. Yeah. And the second one is, um, make it super easy to manage a Trivago campaign. Yeah. So when you, uh, when you use Base 7, um, uh, then you are uh, straight connected with Trivago right, and right, can right. run uh, yeah. your campaign there. So our target group with Base 7 is mostly for those hotels uh, that don't have any technology, we provide them with technology yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. they uh, And also they, they in, can in a commercial model that's suitable for them as well. Because like you mentioned earlier, that a lot of the traditional partners, if you like, still are running on a very legacy-based, even commercial system. And I think moving forward, there needs to be, you know, monthly subscription models, easy access online, cloud-based, all of those types of scenarios need to be introduced. And, yes. and, also and they can drop the price significantly. Oh, absolutely. Uh, a cloud-based system uh, that's also 
you know, the hotelier doesn't get the full system. He can use the, can choose the features will, yeah. that are relevant yeah. to him. Yeah, and, exactly. and then a small hotel has yeah. a way more slim exactly. cloud PMS than exactly. a, a bigger hotel. Exactly. And I think the, the other key point is easy onboarding, as you mentioned. And if there are any contracting issues or, or contracting pieces, it needs to be able, they need to be able to do it within the platform, not have to go out and then perhaps liaise directly with an OTA or anything. They can just do the onboarding contracting and everything in the platform. That sounds like the ideal world. Sounds like Nevada, <laughs> doesn't it? But believe it or not, there are companies out there that have done this and are struggling to get the platform out there to, to be picked, grabbed and, and picked up by, by the industry. So it's an educational piece. It's education, yeah. then sales, good marketing. Yeah, uh, and, that, that and, and two very points there, yes. sales and marketing. Absolutely, you yeah. can't ignore those. Um, so a good comp a good product with a good sales and marketing is rare. Yeah, yeah. But there, are, I think there are some uh, uh, technology providers that are quite good in trying, putting a lot of effort in taking this they big are, step. They are, yes. Uh, and but it's also the the newer ones coming up. It's the, yeah. the 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 new startups and that, which I think is an exciting thing. I think there is the hurdle to create a startup in this environment is super high. You know, you, you don't finish off business school yeah. and come up with the idea to create a PMS. Yeah. No, you have to be working there yeah. to yeah. understand the pains. Exactly. And then you, you say, I want yeah. to do founding here. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and I think that's why there's not these, very yeah. often what we see in the B2C world, creating yeah. a startup and yeah. so on. The, the, the way that a company grows up and mm. builds a good product mm. is, takes way longer mm. because there is different the, these competencies that are required are not yeah. always available exactly 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 um, let's talk a little bit about meta now in terms of um, Travago so at the moment I think you would agree in the US for the US travel consumer kayak is probably the main channel that would be used there and we could probably say for the European market Travago um, is also that that part of that uh, pie um, in terms of the big four so Google yourselves kayak and trip um, where do, you th where do you see the difference between these guys? Mm -hmm. Are they just different channels offering CPA, CPC models? Where's the, where's the real difference between these guys and what they're offering? What's from your perspective? I think uh, the most evident difference is that we are focused on hotels, right. right? And there is hotels, nothing else, with 1,400 people that just focusing on solving pains for hotel searches and solving pains for our advertisers being yeah. in OTAs, chains, or, or, or hotels. Mm. And that is already uh, a big difference where we are extremely focused. And we believe focus in today's world is extremely important because the world becomes more complex. And if we want to solve bigger problems, uh, uh, focusing on, on the big problem, yeah. I think that's a main difference. Yeah. If you look at uh, a kayak or uh, a Momondo or a Google, and they try to serve all the different verticals, yeah. um, which is also a challenge and, uh, and um, uh, sets them apart from, mm. uh, from others. Um, on, the, on the fact that we are more Europe than US, I wouldn't agree. Okay. Yeah? It's uh, um, about 30%, I think 30, 38% okay. of uh, last quarter came from the Americas. Oh, yeah? wow. US is big, Latin America, Brazil, these yep. markets are yep. very significant for us. Yep. And, uh, if we look at core markets, Germany, they make a fraction of our, our revenue today. Then there's another 43% uh, coming from, uh, from uh, Europe and another 20% from rest of the world, which is our fastest growing. Yeah. So Asia yeah. and so on, our fastest, yeah. fastest growing verticals, triple digit growth. Um, and also if you look at brand awareness, if you ask travelers 
um, uh, about where would you book a hotel or if they know our brand, we are by far the most recognized brand when it comes to hotel, being it in the Americas, being it uh, yeah. in Europe yeah. and so on. Yeah. So that is also a key differentiation. I think how we uh, have drove, we drove success is by saying we are on the top of the funnel. We don't want to get traffic through other search engines. Yeah. We want to get travelers starting their journey with yeah. Trivago. Yeah. And that's why our big objective, uh, our big initiative was always brand. And we yeah. do that in, in more than 50 markets. Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive brand marketing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, building the brand so, so travelers start right. their right. journey with us. Right. And uh, um, so far it has paid off um, yeah. very well. Um, and I think from a B2B perspective, I think we are also extremely focused on small and medium players in empowering them, providing them technology. We talked about a couple of cases, mm. making us more accessible, simple to manage uh, mm. from, uh, from uh, small and medium advertisers or hotels. And uh, that is where we are very dedicated right, right. to do that. Um, looking at, um, at where we want to go, I, start, I talked already w about the top of the funnel. Mm. Historically, we have been very strong in the price comparison, and uh, we believe we are still the strongest price comparison. We have more than 300 uh, uh, booking sites. We have uh, uh, lots of chains on board, 200 chains, um, and uh, a lot of individual hotels. Mm. Um, so we have the broadest coverage in rates, and that was our biggest focus. And uh, what uh, has changed uh, a little bit now, we said we have built a strong proposition here, but we need to extend our value proposition and be strong on top of the funnel. Yeah. So uh, we put a lot of effort into um, providing a better search experience. So yeah. when you come to Trivago, um, that we give you a better suggestion, uh, we give you a personalized experience. When you look for a spa hotel, we not only show you random spa hotels, we show you those spa hotels where we have understood through semantic analysis what is what hotel is really strong yeah. in the spa area. Yeah. So yeah. understanding what a traveler wants, what a hotel has to offer, and matching that yeah. is uh, one of our yeah. biggest yeah. focus. So it's probably what you would also consider, but maybe your key differentiators as well from the rest of the pack. If yes, you like. yeah. I mean if you use uh, Trivago, it's it's yeah. fast, it's super simple, yeah. uh, um, no uh, she she anywhere. Yeah. It's very very yeah. focused yeah. and no, it is. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, what you can lately see is we show more content, yeah. we show you more information to take a decision. Yeah, exactly, faster. exactly. Good. Okay, moving forward now to a little bit into the future with AI. Uh, you guys also recently purchased a, um, a young startup or AI company. Um, what's the plan there? How do you see AI moving into your uh, uh, environment? And, and talk to me a little bit about what you'd like AI to yeah. do for you guys. Uh, I think one of the most exciting fields, definitely we, yeah. we invested or acquired one of uh, one uh, company called Triple. Mm -hmm. And I think this right pace into what I explained before. Yep. We believe personalization is the future and what you need for doing a good personalization is machine learning, mm -hmm. is AI. And what we want to achieve at the end is that we give you a better and more narrowed down response. Because mm -hmm. when you think about a chatbot, so you talk to an Alexa or you have a chat uh, communication, um, you only have one, two or three chances. In the past, we had 20 results on the on the desktop. You know, you had many hotels that mm. you could show. Mm. On the mobile experience, you have maybe five or ten. Mm. And in a chatbot environment, um, you have one chance or two chances, three chances that I propose you the right hotel. And yep. we believe the one who gives a better answer will 
uh, win really? this game. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and that's why we invest a lot of effort into AI. Mm. Uh, the investments we made is improving the, the profiling of our users. So we need to understand, capture all the information possible from your interaction to, to passive uh, information that we understand what type of hotel uh, do you like. Mm. Triple was a uh, very interesting and unique case where they, uh, they used your, uh, your social uh, profile mm -hmm. to understand what uh, you do, mm -hmm. what your friends did, and based on that, you collect a lot of information to, to yeah. uh, increase the probabilities of what, what you like. Yeah. And then there's the other side, the hotel side. So profiling users and profiling hotels, where w which was a big motivator why we wanted to work directly with hotels is mm. the hotels need to give us all their good content. We don't want to rely on third parties to give us content. We want fresh, yeah. regular Direct. content. And when we need content, mm. we can ask the hotelier, yeah. please provide this. Yeah. We want to... Uh, uh, use it to, to display mm. that to mm. our user. Mm. And, and that brings us a big positive mm. shift mm. in terms of getting more content uh, on board. And then at the end, matching the user profile with the hotel yeah. is yeah. the big, uh, big But again, the key there is you obviously rely on the hotel for the content, but they also need to have the tools that they're able to provide that content to you in a way that is efficient for them. Because most of the time, these guys are also running their daily business, so yes. they don't want to spend too much time on this. And there's the balance there. It's, it's, it's a tricky yes. part. And that's where I think with um, Hotel Manager, for example, it's a good example of ways that you can simplify that process for the hotel. But you, I think you touched an important point of this content production. So whenever, yeah. uh, when yeah. somebody wants to create a startup, I think uh, yeah. the content production areas yeah. are definitely it's interesting key. and will play yeah. an important role. Yeah. If you imagine virtual reality, yeah. where you need amazing content about your hotel mm. and uh, you have an opportunity to walk through a hotel, and mm. that is a matter of, of years that this is happening <laughs> yeah. uh, and the experience in the virtual uh, uh, virtual reality space is improving significantly yeah. with motion controls and so yeah. on yeah. Um, so i think there it's true it's nothing we are addressing it's quite far from, from sure. our core sure, sure. and uh, our dna is not producing content yeah. uh, um, uh, it's more collecting content yeah. aggregating content and uh, synthesizing yeah. content yeah. Um, uh, but, I, but I think that's mm. a big challenge. Mm. I think I, I saw quite interesting startups mm. in this area, mm. also the drone videos. Yeah. Um, so there is um, yeah. quite a few startups yeah. and um, hopefully price points come down yeah. because yeah. Um, a lot of companies relied on the local photoshops that very often have high prices and yeah. they need to secure these prices for, yeah. for good reasons. But there are more professional hotel production companies that also, mm. um, I think, hopefully will bring the prices down yeah. so more hotels can yeah. create yeah. outstanding content. But yeah. I mean, that's key to tell your story and mm. that's key mm. to tell what you're good at and what, you ex what the experience is mm. like in your hotel. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Very good. Okay. One last final question. From a, um, a hotelier's perspective who would be interested in maybe wanting to come across to this side of the fence in the <laughs> industry and work in technology and, and get, get involved in this space, what would be some uh, tips and advice that you could give them um, in order to do that? Whew, um, it's a lot. If I, if I look at Trivago, yeah, we, we are in an area, in the tech area, that is rapidly evolving. Technology yep. is never standing still. And at the same, and what makes this to customers is their expectations rise, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, um, they want faster responses. They want uh, uh, more information. 
and they want uh, uh, um, their expectations are increasing significantly. So you have to be on top of the technologies to be able to provide these experiences that so, that satisfied the travelers' needs of today. And um, on top of that, we are operating in a company that's hyper growth. We doubled our employees for many years, mm. and uh, that came yeah, uh, for us with significant organizational challenges. So the tech challenges, the operation, uh, uh, the, the organizational challenges um, are severe. And if you go to technology, very likely, or you start go to a startup and grow up. Uh, when I joined, we were 50 people. Now yep. we are more than uh, 1,400. Mm. It changes a lot. And I think um, whoever comes to the tech industry um, that's rapidly growing and changing a lot has to be a fanatic learner. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. So you have to be curious about things, never stop learning, staying on top of technology. You have to be challenging the knowledge you have today because you created the knowledge last year or two years ago. It's worth mm. much less uh, mm. today because the world has changed. Mm. Mm. Um, you have to be open to be challenged. Yeah? And that's very important and change your mind and be open to things and not se uh, be, be set in stone. Yeah. Um, and then ad adapting. Yeah, yeah. We are trying to keep Trivago a super agile company. Never sit, nobody sits in a safe seat here. Yeah. You don't know where you will be working next yeah. year. I don't yeah. know I will yeah. be where I will be working next year on yeah. because the world might have changed yeah. entirely. Yeah. And we try to keep very agile. Yeah. And um, it's uh, hard work. It needs a lot of commitment. Mm. Uh, um, uh, but I think it's super exciting. And uh, you never stop learning, and you, pers you personally true. develop yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, very rapidly along with that. Yeah. And yeah. that's uh, really cool. Yeah, that's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think the industry is a fantastic industry anyway, generally, from, from the, the hotel best. level right through to the, the technology best. side. It's, it's very dynamic, very exciting. That's where people spend yeah. the best times of their lives. Exactly. And a lot yeah. of their. Uh, um, fun time yep. with family yeah. or... Yeah, exactly, yeah. providing experiences for yes. people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Indeed. Awesome. Well, listen, hey, Johannes, it's been fantastic having you here. Thank you so much. Thank you very I much. really appreciate it. So thanks for watching. If you like this episode, please subscribe for more. Um, we're going to have more interesting uh, content and interviews such as this one with Johannes today, and we look forward to, to you coming along. Thanks very much for watching. Bye for now. Thank you.